0: Welcome in. This is your Jock Mark power hour for this week's Honda Classic. I'm Rick Gaiman and joining me is Joe Idoni from a new, this is like a new studio, Joe. It is looking good, my friend. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, man. New digs. Um, Still a little bit of a work in progress, but it's coming along. It's coming along. We got some stuff up on the wall, so we're getting there.
0: We were chatting about that Tiger piece behind you, which I just absolutely love. I see that yeah. online. I'm like, I got to get one of these. Like it is, It, it there it is. There it yeah. is. the, tiger the shorts.
1: You got to love them in the shorts, right? In the straw hat. Like it's good. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely awesome. If you're new, welcome. This is the Jock Market Power Hour for the next hour. We're going to talk all things Jock Market. It is stock market DFS, the ability to bid on golfers right now. That phase, the IPO phase is going to close just before 9 p.m eastern time and then we're gonna enter the in-game trading where you can buy and sell golfers over the course of the tournament uh looking forward to this week Joe obviously let's let's not be, you know beat around the bush here it's a weaker field but I think that offers up actually a lot more opportunity for value in this week's jock markets
1: yes a hundred percent there's plenty of opportunity you're right we're missing some of those big names that we're used to and that we're familiar seeing they've had some uh, unfortunate injuries come up between Brooks and you know Daniel Berger, obviously the latest, and some COVID cases. So um, it wasn't what they had hoped for. I think they got a little bit stuck in a tough spot on the schedule. But that said, like this kind of week, I feel like could present some opportunity to those who are in the know, right? A lot of people don't know a lot of these names in the field, and, and us here, we're going to talk through them together and and try to isolate a few guys that we see some value in.
0: If you like money, uh, and I assume you do, uh, drop your (laughs) jock jock market username in the chat. We have $100 to give away tonight. So we're going to break them up into five $20 winners. We will do them five times throughout the show. I'll get to our first one here in a couple of minutes. So drop your jock market username in the chat. Also, any questions, any golfers you want us to talk about, any concerns about this week? A lot has changed, Joe. I mean, we, we talked about, uh, we, we haven't even talked about the course, which is a very difficult course. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Daniel Berger uh, made a lot of news on Wednesday by withdrawing from this tournament, which you know what? Good for him for not doing this like Thursday at 12
1: p.m., right? Right. I think that. Um... You know, we all kind of had a feeling it could happen. He hinted at an injury last week at the Sawgrass. He pulled out of the Pro Am. Um, and it, the news was kind of there. So good for him. I think that, um, in all honesty, I think he wanted to play, right? In front of a lot of family and friends in town. And I think he wanted to be there and he wanted to give himself to the final hour that he felt like he could. Uh, and, and see if he could make it happen. And, and all said and done, wasn't able to make it a go this week. So we'll move on. There's still some other names right up there at the top that I'm sure we'll talk about.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Sawgrass because I think especially for a lot of our new viewers, I think adding a couple of concrete examples is, is really handy to this. So if you go to rickrungood.com, I've got all the data from every single cash market that has ever happened on jock market. You can't ask for anything more because it's all here. And uh, just to kind of illustrate what is about to happen in the next 45 minutes or so is we are going to define this IPO price. That's the price tonight that everybody's bidding. On. And when that bidding phase is over, that's what shares are going to be issued at. So, for example, Joe, Justin Thomas last week, this time last week on Wednesday, closed IPO at $9.09. With his victory, he paid out the full $25 a share. But I would even argue you might have been able to get him cheaper than that on. I guess it would have been like Friday night, Saturday morning, because he like he made the cut by like two strokes. He was, he was two under heading into the weekend, and then that's when he really barnstormed the rest of the field.
1: You're right, and there was a point on Friday, I believe, that he was kind of lingering right there around one over par. So um, we talk about it all the time, but that's sort of the beauty of what makes this so unique. It's all about timing. It's about timing and price. So there's a price for everyone, and there's obviously an ideal time to get in. Last week, I think that our friends at Jock Market kind of clued us in that they saw more action at the Players Championship than they ever have before. So credit to you guys for hopping in. That makes it more exciting. That makes it more fun for everyone when there's there's available bids out there. There's ask price. There's way to kind of get rid of guys and there's way to add in tournament without paying a ridiculous price. So all adds to the fun of this sort of platform and this app that we found so cool.
0: And with. Uh, Florida golf, things can get a little crazy. And we saw a lot of these value golfers. So first Lee Westwood back to back weeks. He's been phenomenal. So last week he closed on Wednesday at $3 and four cents. He paid out on Sunday, $20 a share. So basically $17 a share is what you made on Lee Westwood. But even without that, Joe, Brian Harmon went from $3 and 44 cents to $16. Taylor Gucci, $3 and 10 cents uh, to $14 a share. I I mean, I I think we're going to see similar things again this week, especially with the nature of kind of some of these events that we have.
1: We always see some crazy names sort of pop at the Honda. Um, Some familiar from year to year and some just come out of nowhere, right? There's water lurking. You can have a great round going through 14 holes And it can all implode there when you get to 15, 16 and 17. So we see it all the time Um, in in Sawgrass is kind of an example of that. But this is probably I would say with the exception of the U.S. Open probably plays as one of the hardest courses consistently on tour. I think the historic cut line is like around plus four. So there should be plenty of opportunity to play in tournament. I know, you know, finding guys live that can climb it up and we're not going to see it's not going to be a birdie fest. We're not going to see 15. 16, 18 under par, win this thing. It's probably going to be in the single digits. It's going to be windy tomorrow. It's already starting to kick up right here where I'm at. I'm going to be live on site Saturday, so that'll be fun, uh, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: I think I'm going to make my first appearance back on the – I'm targeting the PGA Championship. I'm targeting to be at Kiowa. So, are I'm, you? I was I, thinking about
1: going too. We might have to meet up.
0: Okay. That might be, it might be a thing. That's, that's my goal. I think we might have a little uh, CBS meetup as well. I'd love to meet anybody else who's going to be out. That's my goal is to get out there for the PGA. So, keep me, awesome. keep me updated if you're down at Kiwa Island. I will. I will. For um, sure. The other things that I wanted to talk about, I've completely blanked on. Um, I don't know, but listen, Here, here's what's going to happen. In, in the next 45 minutes or so, this IPO phase is going to close. So you're going to want to get your bids in. We're going to talk about individual players here in just a second. But uh, you're absolutely right, Joe. Third most difficult course on the PGA Tour last year is PGA National. A lot of value and a lot of, uh, I guess, win equity at the top of this board has been created thanks to the departure of Daniel Berger. So I think there are... T- correct me if I'm wrong, two kind of standalone guys at the top of this field that I think might shake itself out in terms of the jock market pricing that are Sung J.M. and Joaquin Neiman. I, am I safe Am I safe to leave out Lee Westwood out of that conversation?
1: You're right. <laughs> I would agree there. And they're the two top guys and the IPO pricing currently, which we'll get to in a minute. But we can't just gloss over what Westy has done in the jock market the last two weeks. I don't know if you saw sort of my tweet. I think Dave retweeted it. But Um, If you go back two weeks back in time, so a 14-day span to the Players' Championship, and you put – I know we kind of had some fun with this the other week, but you put $100 on Lee Westwood shares at – I'm sorry, at the API. $100 in Westwood shares at the API, two weeks 11 days later, essentially from that IPO close, you'd be up to $5,200. He's been on an incredible run. Old Man Westy has just been banking people money and he loves it here. Look, I know he, I don't know if he still does, but I know he used to have a spot right there in Palm Beach Gardens. Yeah. Um, He comes to this tournament a lot. I, he spoke to, to my buddy who I played in the DFS Open with last year, Jason Sobel, about how much he likes this sort of difficult test that it brings. And he he likes playing it in his lead up to the Masters. Um, he thinks it's a great preparation for him. So, look, I know some people are worried about the withdrawal with him. I don't think that there's anything to be worried about with Westy this week. I think you're right about there being two favorites, but I think he's the third guy in line here.
0: Yeah, here he is. Um, uh, So the last two weeks, he he, API, he was $2 and 52 cents. He paid out $20 a share and he paid out $20 a share again at the players championship off of that $3 and four cents. It's an unbelievable stretch of golf. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. If you have not deposited, if you have not deposited, use power 20, because here's what you could do. You could deposit, you could get a $20 deposit bonus. You might win this $20 I'm about to give away right now. You could get like $43 tonight from jock market, which will probably be four shares of the most expensive golfer. Like it's going to go a long way. You could like, you could parlay this free money into like a legitimate, a legitimate bankroll, Joe.
1: Absolutely. And and not to mention, if you go a little further down the list, we know about the volatility at PGA National. We know we're going to see some names in the $2, 3 $4 range that are going to pop, a la Lee Westwood, a la Taylor Gooch, a la my boy Brian Harbin last week, who saved the day and brought me up into the top 10 of the leaderboard there. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, bald Brian. But um Yeah, it should be a ton of fun, like you said. Um, Let's give away some money.
0: Let's do it. I've got the winner, first winner right here. Our first 20 jock bucks are going out to Hugo Hartnell. Congratulations. We'll get you set up with your 20 jock dollars that you can invest in the market. And we'll give out four more over the course of the next 45 minutes or so. So Make sure you've got your uh, jock market username in the chat do me another favor, hit the like button goes a long yeah. way. Very handy while you're here. It takes you like two seconds to do. Uh, and let's jump into this week. And before we do, Joe, Michael Van Dane uh, asked a really good question. And this is something that is very important. And he's talking about the pre rank. So what you're going to see in the jock market is you're going to see a current price and you're going to see a pre rank for every golfer in the field. Joe, how, why does this number matter so
1: much? Okay, so the pre-rank is a predetermined ranking system um, that Jock Market comes up with. I'm not sure exactly where they get it. Somebody supplies them with this data, but it's not always you know, reflective of the betting market or DraftKings pricing. But that doesn't mean you don't have to pay attention to it because this comes into play and breaks essentially all ties. So, um, you know, we see it happen all the time in golf where we have five guys finished tied for third place. The top payout is going to the guy with the highest pre rank The lowest payout is going to the guy with the lowest pre-rank. So if you're kind of in between two golfers, this can end up mattering quite a bit and be the difference between making $18 per share and making $14 per share. So it's important. It doesn't always reflect the betting market or DK pricing, but that doesn't matter here. Um, What does matter is that it's going to break all ties. And that's the one thing you have to keep in mind when purchasing shares of these guys.
0: All right, I'm going to show you who the uh, the pre-ranks are for this week, and I'm going to show you the current pricing. And Joe, I imagine when I flip this over, we're going to have two names at the top of this jock market, and I suspect they are going to be Sung J M and Joaquin Neiman. And of course, they are. There is cool. a big gap between Sung Jay wow. and Joaquin. So here's, here's what we've got going on. Sung currently, as we speak, $7.76. That bidding is still going on. It will close just before nine o'clock. What you're asking Sung Jay M to do at $7.76 is essentially finish 19th or better. Because at 19th, he would pay out $7.75. You know, if he finishes 10th, he would pay out $11 a share. So that's really what you're asking a top 20 at this moment from basically both Sung Jae and Joaquin Neiman. Joe, no surprise here from these top two names.
1: No surprise at all. And if you put that in relation to their top 20 odds, they don't have them in front of me, but that will end up showcasing you a ton of value. Now, will that price stay the same 30 minutes from now? Likely no. Um, So pick a target price for these guys. Find out where you're comfortable bidding on them and go ahead and, and sort of allocate those shares accordingly from there. But yeah, no surprise on the top two guys.
0: Here's the projected rank that we're talking about. So Daniel Berger was the number one ranked golfer. He gone. He is out of this field. So uh, in in indeed, it is Sung J M who is going to break all ties here. So if Sung J ties for second with Joaquin Neiman, Sung J M is going to get second place share. Dollars allocated to him. You'll also note, as Joe mentioned, not necessarily reflective of your favorite fantasy site or of the betting market, because Russell Henley is third. Wherever they get these projections, Joe love Russell. I think Russell Henley makes yeah, the projections. Russell Henley makes the projections himself. I think they <laughs> love it. they
1: love those of Russell Henley. There's no doubt about it. And there's a couple guys way down there, like your boy Doug Gim, is way down there that they don't love yeah. too much. Um, Westy's still down there quite a ways. So. It's not. It, it's a little bit reflective of maybe like six months ago. I would say so. Not so much currently up to date. But uh, that said, you know, just factor it in when you're looking at these guys and know that that's going to be the tiebreaker.
0: Let's talk about Jim Furyk because there was a question in the chat, and I'm going to try to find this. Corey wants to know about Jim Furyk. And this is kind of interesting because we do get, like, VJ sings in this field. Jim Furyk is in this field. We're getting some guys from the Corn Ferry. It's a pretty eclectic group of golfers, Joe. I don't know if you have a stance on Furyk this week in one direction or another. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I guess in terms of a stance, it. It all for any of these guys much. It depends on the price, right? It depends on where they're at, sort of near at or near close on whether I like them or I don't like them. I'll say this. um, It's a plotter's golf course you're going to need. There's a ton of trouble out there. There's as much water at PGA National as there is any course on tour. I'm very familiar with it. I've played it a ton of times. It lines the entire hole on many of them on one side. And the other side ain't exactly an easy bailout. It's usually trouble as well in terms of trees, in terms of an embankment of a hill, in terms of bunkers. So... While it's not the longest course on tour, it plays very difficult tee to green. So a guy like Furick, who I believe in 2019 was in the top two in terms of fairways hit and driving accuracy, can go a long way out here. And then the length isn't going to be an issue. There's only two par fives. He plays par fours generally well. We saw him make a run at the Sawgrass where there's some comps at last year and finished second. So I think there's some definite upside to Furyk. Now, his game hasn't exactly been as tight as I'm sure he would like it lately, but those aren't bad finishes you have highlighted there. He's making people some money.
0: Oh, well, first of all, he's making the cut on the PGA tour, which is like, Hey, that's, <laughs> that's about like, and and then also he has been, I know it's completely different. He's been dominant on the champions tour. He's played, yeah. I think eight times, uh, since August, he's got, Two wins, five top tens. I, listen, I get it's different, but he is a seasoned pro. And what you're asking him to do at $4.05 is essentially finish inside the top 40. That's what I was scrolling down to see. So uh, yeah. that that is a pretty decent bet to be made on Jim Furyk. Uh Going a little bit further, we've got Doug Gim and Brad, uh, Keegan Bradley over $4 at the moment. But there is already, I mean, just globs and globs of value in this field. Is there any, I mean, we've seen Brendan Steel make a run at this event before. Is there anybody kind of in this three to $4 range as we start to kick off our evening that you, you want to keep an eye on for the next 30 minutes or so?
1: There's a couple of them. So I have interest. Anyone who's kind of followed me through the week knows that I've kind of taken a little bit of a stance on Adam Scott this week. Um, it's a bit of a roll of the dice, but I think. Anything at PGA National is a bit of the roll of the dice. There are no sure things out here. And what's sort of letting Adam Scott down right now is the strength of Adam Scott's, you know, the caliber player that he is, the strength of him throughout his career. And that's his off the tee game. There isn't many drivers out here. Surprisingly, I counted maybe, you know, there can be as little as five holes where you hit drivers. So he's struggling with it right now. He's, he's messing with the loft. He's messing with the shaft in his club. But that, you know, given that that's the strength of his game in general, I feel like that's something after a couple of days on the range, after a little work, um, that he can flip, okay? he's His short game and his scrambling right now is tremendous. He's actually putting the ball really well for Adam Scott. Uh, when you kind of sort things based on Nicholas courses, he ranks out really well, obviously previous champion here. And I just feel like the upside and the caliber player that Adam Scott is, is a win.
0: Why don't we give away 20 more dollars? Let's I like it. that take. I like that take, by the way, because the only thing that I the only concern that I had around Adam Scott was how bad his driver has been, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, been so bad. that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh I've got the next winner of 20 jock bucks. Snoopa loop. Snoopa loop Snoop. three. <laughs> Travis, Snoop. congrats.
1: Snoop.
0: You got 20 bucks coming your way in terms of jock market dollars. If you would also like to win $20 to jock market, make sure you drop your jock market username in the chat. We'll draw three more over the course of the rest of the night. Uh, we are seeing a bit of movement here, Joe. Okay. Let me, what do let we me pull this. Let me pull this back up. Let me get Snoopaloop's comment out of here. Here we go. So, <clears throat> Joaquin Neiman has overtaken Sung Jam as the most expensive golfer. Both golfers now over. $8. Um, if I only – if I forced you to only get shares of one of these guys, which you don't, which is why I also love this format, right, is you can yeah. get – you can go – you can have all the Joaquin Iman you want. You can have all the Sung Jae you want. You can play – you can have them together. Uh, but if you can only get shares of one of these guys, who is it?
1: If I could only take one, I would take Sung Um, Just <sighs> – it's a tough, right? It's a toss-up. It's a tough call for me, but obviously back really to the place where he, he hoisted the trophy last year, the ball striking, the approach game, we always know that we can sort of rely on for Jay, even though that hasn't been great lately. In Neiman, there are some – every time I play – it's just a personal thing with me because every time I play Neiman, he seems to have such volatility in terms of like I played him at Riviera, I think it was, and he was like up there leading the tournament for a little while. He fell way off. Um, I had some of him last week at Sawgrass, and he just seemed to kind of be all over the place. I know that he lives here locally now. He talked about um, being comfortable and having a lot of family and friends here this week. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, but when things start to go bad, which they can quickly at PGA National, I feel like that can add a little bit of additional pressure. We've seen it happen to guys before here, and Sungjae is just so steady. I think that he's probably the safer play for your dollars.
0: I think that's right. I think Sung Jae, if, if we ran this tournament a hundred times, I think Sung Jae's average finish would probably be higher than Joaquin Neiman's, but Joaquin Neiman might win more often. Uh, I think he'd also miss the cut like more that. often. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So depending on what style you want to take on for this week, a couple of questions coming in through the chat. We'll try to get through some of these here uh how about this one from kyle he says uh how about Niesmith, han or Warinsky?" Um, i'm a sucker for ball strikers kyle so i i like matthew uh Neesmith, who didn't hit, hit him all that great last week but he's been on a pretty good stretch of golf han whatever he's fine Warinsky, whatever i don't have a big feel or lean on these guys joe do you have one one way or another
1: I would probably lean Smith, although Warinsky is a close second for me. Um, yeah. Like you said, it's ball striking, it's approach play. Like when you look sort of historically here, um, even Sung last year, you go back to Keith Mitchell. Um, these are guys who are historically not great putters, but all of a sudden they putted average one week and their ball striking and their approach play, that was the consistency of their game really carried them. You don't have to make a ton of birdies out here. You do have to make a ton of pars. So if your approach game is on and you're on the green and two, you're hitting greens and reg, and you can just two putt most of them, you get a couple of those to drop, you birdie the par fives, and you'll be in great shape this week.
0: We are about 20 minutes out from this IPO closing. It's going to close just before nine o'clock. Historically, we've seen about 857, 858. You want to make sure you get your bids in. You don't get left uh, holding the bag with with dollars in your hand and not getting your bids in and losing out on your shares. Let's go uh, back to the board for this week because – uh, you Sung know, Sungjae and, and, and Neiman at the top, I think it's going to be clear that those two guys are, are going to finish in, in those positions. Going a little bit further down now, sub $4, Joe. Uh, Cameron Tringale, who has played well outside of, I believe, just his miscut last week. Chris Kirk played well at times last week. He's currently $4. Uh, HV3, if you like T to green game, $3.10. Is there anybody here that might be worth the investment at kind of the price that they're trending in?
1: It depends where kind of they finish at over the next 20 minutes, but there I'm seeing four interesting names all right at $3 right now. And I might need to refresh. I don't know if you're seeing the same ones, but they all sort of piqued my interest. And it's Luke List, who we've seen have a runner up here, it's Wyndham Clark, who I've seen and I've watched go around this course and be the first round leader, I believe, and be in the lead of this tournament. Uh, It's Ricky, who's a previous champion, who almost also got into a playoff here two years ago. We obviously know the struggles. And then you have Chris Kirk, who played really well last week and seems to play always really well in Florida. Those four guys, all at $3 right now, I feel like one of them is going to linger below the rest here over the next 20 minutes. And that would probably be the guy that I would target because I have them all pretty close. I feel like any one of them could, could potentially pop this week. What about you?
0: Yeah, I I think that's right. And I think this goes a, a lot to a conversation in regards of like recent form versus course history. And, and, you know, you, you are much more familiar with, with PGA national than I, do you think that this is a place where course history matters more than most, or is it just kind of volatile and you're one water bottle away from missing a cut? Like, how do you feel about this?
1: So I am a little bit of a course history truther in general. I don't feel like it's a big thing here. Um, there's just so much volatility. There's things that can go right and wrong. We've seen guys pop one year and miss the cut the next. You can go back to Ricky has been very volatile through the years in terms of finishing good and then missing the cut. Uh, we've seen Gary Woodland play really well, miss the cut. We've seen Justin Thomas do it. We've seen Brooks do it, um, almost finish it, You know, almost get into that playoff and miss the cut the year before. So I don't put this and I don't sort of pin it as a course history. course, I would more so lean on recent form heavy this week.
0: I think that's fair. Um, Going into the second page here. So we're already down sub $3. And I I see a name of Wesley Bryan. And if if, if you guys haven't been paying attention, the Wesley Bryan story is kind of cool. I I mean, it's not cool. Parts of it are. Uh, I mean, he missed like two years with an injury. So he was playing on a major medical extension or exemption, excuse me, when he got uh, when he came back at RBC Heritage last year. So he basically just came back in the restart and he has not played a lot. But when he has played, he hits his irons really well. And he has the ability to get a hot putter, which is like kind of a scary combination, Joe. You talk about skill sets at times. This is one thing I, I apply to Lonto Griffin, who's obviously not in the field this week, but like the combination of um iron play, th- to get hot with your irons and to get hot with your putter, that that's a scary combination. It's much, it's much more enticing than like getting hot around the greens because maybe you just chip in twice and that's it. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about it. I have a ton of interest in Wesley Bryan this week. If he lingers specifically around that price point, now that we talked him up, we'll probably see a little bump. But um, (laughs) he's another guy, you know, uh, I don't think that you necessarily are looking at course history, but it's got to be a plus. And he has played really well here in the past. So Ryan Moore right below him is kind of intriguing to me and then i believe he was just on the other page but still in the 2 dollar range is patton kazire has been playing some really good golf lately
0: yes he has yeah he he's been flashing the ceiling so so that, again we talk all yeah. the time about what okay there's different there's different types of golfers adam scott has made every single cut since he won Riviera, but he's fit. He has a lot of like 30th and 40th place finishes. Patton Kazire misses a lot of cuts. Uh, He all finished 65th, but he's got like four top 11 finishes in his last, I don't know, 12 starts or something. So if that's what you want, Joe, right? If you want that volatility, that upside, knowing you're taking on the risk, but have the reward, like it's, it's, it's interesting, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, he's a guy too. I think um, Chad actually tweeted out that I think it was most rounds this year under 68, I believe. And he's like second on tour. So he has the ability to go low. I know that he's talked about putting in a ton of work with the new swing coach. He's been grinding. He's seeing the results. And I think he shows up to a place here with a bit of comfort in his game. And, And he's looking around at this field and he's going like he's looking around the driving range and thinking maybe I can take this thing down. Right. Maybe this is my week.
0: There are. Oh, actually, you know what? Here's what I'll do. Uh, in in like one minute, I'll draw another name for twenty dollars, twenty jock bucks for this week. So if you haven't taken the opportunity, throw your handle in your jock market handle into the chat. Uh, and but but before we do that, let me show you, Joe. I mean, there there is. Speaking of comf- comfort levels. The jock market is very comfortable with Lee Westwood. Wow. He is now at $6.30. They're not going to miss out on a third straight week from Lee Westwood. <laughs> he's he's kind of in a tier of his own at the moment, which I, I guess I agree with. Right, You've got Neiman and M by themselves. You kind of have Westwood in his own tier and then kind of everybody else below. That feels right. Yeah, I mean, I think that I would probably,
1: you know, I'm, I'm big on him this week, so I'm a little biased, but I could probably loop Adam Scott into that next tier there with Lee Westwood, kind of That's, kind of yeah. jarring a little bit to see Furyk and Keegan there, and I know Shane, Shane Lowry had a good finish last week and some good history here, enjoys playing in the wind, enjoys playing tough golf courses, so I think that he could potentially go well this week also.
0: I think that's right, and I just put up – there's that Chad stat. So most rounds of 65 are better on the PGA Tour this season. It's Can'tley with eight. It's Morikawa with seven. It's Patton Kazire and Justin Thomas and Stewart Sink. It's like a couple – you know, Kazire, one of these names isn't like the others, right? That's pretty pretty cool. Uh, All right, here we go. For our third $20 Jock Bucks draw, the winner – oh, I just had it. I picked it, and then I had to go find the comment – is right here. Jesse, J33, congratulations. Uh, we will get you set up with 20 bucks on the jock market. I've written your name down, so we are ready to rock and roll for that. Uh, continue to put your usernames in the chat. That goes a long way. Hit the like button, subscribe, all that good stuff that everybody always asks you for. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I, I would also put Adam Scott a little bit higher than this. Here, here's the name. Shane Lowry. Uh, I will admit, Joe, Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably not as hot as everybody else is on Shane Lowry. You know, he, he, he played well last week. He leaned on the short game a a little bit. He hasn't played all that well since he won the open championship, but there is this, there is this, um, this idea that, okay, if wins kick up, if wins kick up at PGA national, I want my man Lowry. And I got to get another opinion on this.
1: So, Wind players is like tough to predict because a lot of times it's particularly down here in Florida. It depends on the time of day. It depends on the tee time. You know, it usually like will pick up for like an hour or a two hour span. So are you off the course when that picks up? Are you on the hard holes? Are you on the start? Because the start of the first um, five holes are rather pedestrian until you get to the sixth. It's not that tough of a golf course. But you turn the six and then you get to that back nine closing stretch and you do not want to be on 15. You don't want to be on 16, 17, 18 when that wind's coming in off the ocean and right in your face. So it's a hard thing to predict. Are there guys that certainly are better suited than others? Yes, but I don't ultimately I don't put a ton of stock in it. Like you said, I'm more so looking at, um, you know, his last six to eight tournaments and he hasn't been that great
0: thank you the the wind this that is my soapbox issue the wind thing where uh, like exactly right you don't know what holes they're on you don't know if it's right to left guys like some guys might like that uh you don't know if they got gusted you don't know anything it Mm -hmm. is just the only thing you can say is some guys tend to play in the wind more often whether they are our european friends who play play in windy conditions more often than our pga tour friends do but like I think I that's basically where I draw the line on um you know trying to predict wind play and who likes yeah. it and who who doesn't. Jeff asks a pretty interesting question and we are about 12 minutes out or so of this IPO phase closing. So you're going to want to get your bids in. Things are going to get pretty spicy here in the next little bit of time. Also make sure to drop your jock market username in the chat. If you like money, Jeff asks, are any of the favorites going to pull a Rory and cause my account to shrink more? So I, I take this question as this, Joe, which of these favorites is most likely to miss the cut?
1: Okay. So for me, just given the price point at over $10 right now, it's probably Joaquin Neiman. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who I would kind of label it. Now, in terms of favorites, it depends, Jeff, on how low you want to go down that list. But I had shares of Rory last week. I feel your pain. I thought that maybe it was all talk, and it wasn't. He's clearly struggling with something. Um, but the beauty of this is you can kind of pick a couple guys. you know, You have your guys at the top. You sprinkle a couple in the mid range and you get a couple penny stocks there, way down and you can sort of balance that out and overcome it. So I think they're all pretty safe plays, but this is a hard, volatile, tricky golf course where you can get bad breaks. You can get stuck in the water. You can be taking your shoes and socks off playing out of the water for your second (laughs) shot. There's bunkers and tricky spots. The greens are glass. Um, So there's a lot of uh, we couldn't see some carnage and we usually do out here.
0: Let's talk about those penny stocks. Yeah, so let's I've do it. got, I've got, I'm on the third page now. So these are golfers who are two dollars and fifty cents or cheaper at the moment, and boy, are there some names. No. Uh, just just to kind of see, you know, throw out a couple of these guys, you know, we've seen, uh, Hank Lebiota make the cut. I believe he made the cut at Pebble. I think that was his last start. He had like a wrist thing, but he's back in the field this week. Ryan armor is $2 and 20 cents. Uh, Michael Gligic, who in the fall was incredibly consistent at making cuts is a dollar and 75 cents. Joe, are there any names in here that you're going to be tracking over the course of the next 10 minutes or so?
1: Okay, so I love Ryan Armour. Um, He is a local guy down here. He's actually from where I'm from in Ohio, but he lives down here now. I was with him in the final round two years ago because I was following Brooks. Um, I believe it was two, maybe three years ago, and he actually outplayed Brooks in that round. But here's a guy that hits a ton of fairways, is really consistent and plays generally pretty well on these you know, quote unquote, shorter golf courses. So, yeah, I do like Ryan Armour. Um, there are some other guys I may need to refresh here, but I saw Alex Norin was way down there who seemed, you know, I would think his scrambling ability and his, um, you know, Ability to play well on tough golf courses should suit him pretty well here. Denny McCarthy is another local guy who we saw pop last week and have a Mm -hmm. couple of good rounds. We also saw him play really well in the fall. So there's a ton of names down here in in sort of, uh, you know, shorter, varied penny stocks, as you would say.
0: Alex Noren is up to three dollars and eighty-two cents. So the okay. people have heard that. Denny McCarthy three seventy-two. You're right. We saw him pop at times last week. He ended up uh, returning fourteen percent. So he's he's had two back-to-back weeks of returning you a positive ROI. Uh, mm-hmm. Has Denny McCarthy? Let me go back to
1: that. What about third some page of here. the Euro guys, Rick? Like uh, yeah, like a Tom guy Lewis. Like- yeah, what about Tom Lewis? What about Graham yeah. McDowell? Like these type of these type of players.
0: Yeah, so th- Tom Lewis is the guy that I would have pointed out because he actually fits what I prefer in the jock market which is mm-hmm. Two weeks he's going to lose you fifty percent, or three weeks he's going to lose you fifty percent. Uh, one week he's going to return two hundred and forty percent. Another week he's going to return seventy percent. If wins kick up, these guys usually eat that stuff up. Like I, I Tom Lewis. When we were scrolling through this, was the name that I was like, yeah, that that would be the investment I would make. He's two dollars and twenty four cents. We'll see what he comes out to in eight minutes or so. But yeah, that yeah. would be the one guy I'd be I'd be considering, Joe.
1: I like Lewis too.
0: Uh, as we get closer to this, so again, uh, IPO is going to close just before nine o'clock. Uh, you've done a pretty good job, Joe, of kind of keeping your portfolio to what five or seven ish golfers over the course of the last couple of Wednesdays. Am I on the right track with that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've stuck to about five or seven. The last couple have been, um, the last couple have been treating me pretty good and I, and I haven't really hit like on my main stake, like two weeks ago, um, when we were at, api i missed on my big hit there last week was rory was my big stake there when we were over there at the concession i took a big stake in justin thomas i missed there but i've kind of been treading water i've been still able to turn a profit these last couple weeks so i'm ready for that sort of um rocket ship emoji to happen
0: i love a good rocket ship emoji um okay Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw, I'm going to, before we get into like the madness of the final couple of minutes here, I'll draw another $20 here in uh, about two minutes or so. So make sure you drop your jock market username into the chat. If you have not taken advantage of a deposit bonus, power 20 will get you another $20. So a lot of money to be given away here tonight and all the time, quite frankly, on the jock market. And I have an update on the top, Joe Sung J M has broken through the ten dollar mark. He now stands alone at the top. Joaquin Neiman eight dollars and forty two cents. I know this is we don't have to spend much time on this. What do you think Daniel Berger would have closed that if he was in this field? He would have been the most expensive.
1: I think so. Yeah, he would have been the most expensive. Actually, it's a you know what? Given the like last 24 hours or so that like everyone it felt like became so hip to the fact that he might withdraw so on monday i would have said no doubt daniel Berger closes the highest but as the weeks turned on everyone's been a little reluctant on him so i think sung jay you're right um you know given that the ipo is wednesday night i think he may have edged him out
0: yeah i actually saw people that when they when he withdrew from the pro-am thought he withdrew from the tournament which eventually came to fruition, but I think people were getting, people were getting hip to it. Um, You know, I I think we do have to talk about Russell Henley real quick, and I'm going to draw while you're, while while you're answering this, I'll, I'll draw uh, our next name here. He's $6 and two cents. He's very clearly one of the best ball strikers out there. His results recently have been a bit mediocre. He breaks every tie except with Sung J M, which is inherently valuable in golf. What are your thoughts on Russell Henley?
1: So I'm torn because I think that Russell Henley's game sets up really well for this place. He loves himself a Jack Nicklaus design golf course, and this is the quintessential Nicklaus design that there is out there. Former champion, throughout that fall, his his ball striking and his off the tee game was so solid. But the last, particularly last week, and Sawgrass can do this to you, so it may be a miss bit misleading you know you dump a couple in the water and you run through a sleeve of balls and all of a sudden you lose a boatload of strokes off the tee but the driver seems to have gone for him and this isn't necessarily a place where if you're searching for something with the big stick um, you want to arrive at
0: okay i've got our fourth winner of 20 jock but oh okay it is TJ. TJ wins 20 jock bucks. TJ always in the chat. Congratulations. Thanks for popping in as usual. $20 coming your way. Also, we've got one more to give away. We'll do it after this flurry because what's about to happen is about to get real spicy. So what's going to happen is is this IPO phase is going to close in the next five minutes or so, four or five minutes. Uh, Your phone's about to go crazy. You're about to get a lot of notifications that you've been outbid, and we're going to kind of let Joe go do his thing, and I'll just uh, describe the the horse race that is the final couple of minutes here. So Joe, uh, are, you, are you prepared? Are you excited? Are you ready to rock and roll?
1: I'm ready, man. Uh, uh, let's rev up the engines. Let's go. This is where the action really heats up.
0: All right, let's do it. Uh, it is spice time, and I want to make sure I have all of our metrics set up here. And I do. Oh wow, we are seeing movement. All right, here we go, and we're off. Sung J M and Joaquin Neiman now both over ten dollars, but Sung J extends to eleven. So late dollars coming in on the two big boppers in this field. What does that mean for Sung J M at eleven dollars a share? He needs to finish inside the top ten to return you money. As, let's say he finishes eighth; that would be worth twelve dollars a share. If he finishes fourth, that would be worth $16 a share. If he finishes 18th, that would be worth $8 a share. So that that is a top 10 that you're looking for for Sung Jay Im if you are an an investor at $11. Joaquin Neiman, similar story. There is a clear gap between those two golfers and the rest of the field. Russell Henley is the third most expensive golfer. He's 7 what does that mean? It means he has to finish 22nd or better. So already, just be just with that drop-off, it feels like there is going to be a ton of value this week because you're going to just be asking guys to finish inside the top 20 based on what their current pricing is. Now, we also have Shane Lowry who has been sitting on this $6 mark for quite some time. What does Shane Lowry need to do to return his backers dollars he needs to finish 27th or better if you close at six dollars a share ricky fowler starting to make a move up the board he's four dollars and 59 cents he's won this tournament before obviously his game is not in great shape at four dollars and 59 cents you are asking him to finish 37th or better can ricky finish 37th or better that is the bet you are making let me give this a refresh, make sure we're working with all the correct data. Our IPO is going to close anywhere in the next one to two minutes. There is a 90-second window that will close at random around uh, around this next minute or so. So you're going to want to get your bids in. You're going to want to keep them coming. And Joe's going to let us know when this market has closed. But for now, it's open. And Sung JM is still at $11, still leading the way. Adam Scott is trying to close the gap on the leaders at the top. He's $7 and 41 cents. Brendan Steele making a big move. He's pre-ranked 10th. He's now $6 and 81 cents. What that is asking him to do is finish anywhere inside the top 23. He's a great ball striker. He's had decent success here at Honda. He actually had a, he rimmed out a hole in one last year. Like I've never seen before in my entire life. Go look up the highlight. Brendan Steele has played well at PGA national Doug Gim Uh, you know, obviously a heartbreak on Sunday last week, back in action this week, $5 and 50 cents. That is asking him to finish anywhere inside the top 30. Can Doug Gim finish inside the top 30? That is the ask of him.
1: Early close tonight. We are early close. Uh, got me, got me switch the lights over,
0: switch the lights. There we go. Early close. So what, what did you, did you get stuck on the sidelines? What happened?
1: I did. Um, (laughs) I definitely got stuck on a couple guys. Uh, I got outbid on my boy, Adam Scott. I got outbid on Cameron Davis. So I'm going to be looking to definitely play some as soon as this thing goes and we see some ask prices, I'm going to be looking to play this thing live, which may not be a bad strategy. It may work out nicely for me.
0: Here's a great example of the the jock market, Joe. Uh, JG says, whoops. JG says closed. Dang, no Kirk. Okay. <laughs> Followed immediately by TJ saying, "Someone took Kirk for me at the last minute and I'm so happy about it."
1: <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. So, um, Chris Kirk we expect to win this week.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to regroup here. I'm going to make sure that I have my data right. We're going to let Joe's uh, bid settle in here. We're going to see who he ended up with and then we're going to also look at how this final pricing panned out hmm. okay here's what we're going to do let's go to the board first sung jm did indeed close at $11 so he did not move in the final minute or 90 seconds or so he closed at 11 so joe that means he's going to have to finish inside the top 10 to pay off how do you feel about sung jm for $11
1: I feel like it's a risky proposition out here to finish inside the top 10. I I know the course history, but you look at how many top 10s he has in his last, what is that, seven starts, and it's zero. Um, That said, this is a different type of field. He's coming back to a place he won. He's coming back to a place that I think suits his game very well. But that was just um, like a well above my sort of target price for him and what I was willing to pay.
0: Joaquin Neiman ten dollars and twenty two cents started to close the gap there at the end, but never caught Sung JM. And then the gap, th- and this is where I feel like now there's going to be a lot of opportunity for these guys to get to their break even point. So Adam Scott eight dollars and five cents would be his break even, would essentially be like seventeenth. So now I'm getting more comfortable with the idea of Adam Scott finishing in the top seventeen and 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 earning his backers a profit.
1: Yeah, I had the eight dollar bid, so I just missed out on him. I one hundred percent would have been willing to pay another five cents for Adam Scott here. Who, oh.
0: who in the chat? If you took shares, if you took Scott shares from Joe in the chat, please let us know so we can make fun of him.
1: <laughs> please, please. It looks like Michael has half the field, so go ahead and come off oh, a perfect. couple of Adam Scott shares for me, Mike.
0: <laughs> you can sell. He's. He, you can sell it to him now for nine dollars a share.
1: <laughs> I'll pay eight ten. I'll pay eight ten. Turn you a profit
0: turn your profit right here on Wednesday evening. Uh Lee Westwood, this is the one I was really interested in. $7.77. Yeah. I thought he was pretty polarizing this week. $7.77 would be 19th or better, um which I'm a lot more comfortable with than him getting into the Sungjae Joaquin tier of like top 10s.
1: Yeah, I think I'm pretty pretty comfortable there too. Um you know, it's a good spot for him. That said, I mean you It's, it's look, the ROI is all depends on where the IPO price closes, right? So you look at his IPO price and he's never been close to $7 and 77 cents. He's never really cleared the $3 range. So, um, you know, it's all sort of relative to where that IPO price closes. When you double that number, it makes it harder to return some money. That said he's playing so good sets up great for him. I think I'm pretty comfortable with him finishing probably inside the top 20 this week.
0: All right, let's get to your shares for this week. Now we got we had another early close, which we had I think at Phoenix. So that was like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, Um, how how how, what did you and who did you end up with, and how many golfers did it end up being?
1: So I ended up still getting five guys. I have really no one at the top, so I've got three guys in the low four dollar range. I, like um, I don't
0: even know who they are, and I already like that you don't have guys at the top.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, so here are my guys. I don't know if you'll like it so much when you hear these <laughs> names, but uh, it's Ian Poulter, it's Rory Sabatini, and it's Ben on all in the low fours. Um, on I had last week. I really I talked about him on the show. I really liked him coming in. All of a sudden, he makes an eleven and finished eighteen over par last week. Tough scene for that pick, but plays well here. Plays well yeah, at he Nicholas. Play. He seems to have. I thought, like, coming into last week, I thought that he had kind of turned the tide a little bit from being just the worst putter on tour to being around average, and he's such a good approach player. Sabatini and Poulter seem to set up really well here as well. They've had good finishes. Sabatini's obviously got a win here. Poulter's had some really good finishes, even going back to last year or so. I feel pretty good about those. And then my other two guys are in the low $2 range. And and one of them we talked about is Ryan Armour. And the other kind of interesting um, is Andrew Landry. Hmm. So both actually a very similar mold of a player. So they're very accurate off the tee. Um, They're not very long hitters. They are, you know, guys who are going to hit a lot of fairways. They're hopefully going to avoid that big number, which is what I'm looking for. Armor has good history here. Landry goes back to, I kind of thought, you know, this, it plays a little similar to the Amex where he got his win, you know, also a Nicholas design out there. So, you know, I was willing to kind of take a stand in, in the low $2 range on those type of players.
0: I love it. Uh, we're already seeing some offers in the chat off the T is that who wants to sell hoagies <laughs> He's trying to get himself some hoagie shares, uh, a couple of other things, uh, Streelman and Bradley from Donnie baseball. I-, I like this. This is, you know, we have seen Bermuda take bad putters and make them okay. Putters. And, and if if Streelman and Bradley are okay putters for four days, I, I think there's some really good growth opportunity there. And then how about this? Brad, Brady, excuse me, uh, got Alan Morin, who I believe was the replacement for oh, no. not uh, not Berger. He, who's he, whose replacement was he? I don't Berger. remember. But he, he, Berger yeah, was yeah. Rain Gibson. Yes, I don't know. Yeah. But he got Alan Alan Morin a dollar and five cents, which I think is funny. But like, I mean, think about that. If he makes the cut, what he doubles his money. Uh, if he does anything more than that, like, I don't know how many shares Brady got, but a dollar and five cents is like, I mean, the min's a dollar. So what, how bad can it be?
1: (laughs) How bad can it be? I know, but Brady, Alan Moore, ain't making the cut.
0: (laughs) The other thing is Brady's only going to lose five cents a share if he does.
1: I know. You're right. You're right. (laughs) I appreciate the stand there on Alan. I don't know if anybody else went there with him this week.
0: I'd have to look up Alan Moore. I don't even all right, oh, that's, a, that's that's a different rabbit hole I want to go down. Um, the idea of I, I think this week, similar to what we saw last week, and again, don't forget, I've I've got twenty more dollars to give out, so I'll give that out in the next couple of minutes here. Uh, our final twenty dollars to 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 jock market that you can go out and, and use for the in game tournament this week, and I think um, the idea that I I, I love in game jock market, but I really love it in Florida. And I really love it at chaotic events. And I love it when a guy can go from two under to winning the golf tournament like Justin Thomas did last week, or a guy can, um, you know, not, not that we we have the ability to short guys yet, but like, yeah, there's disaster lurking everywhere. And, and there's, there's large changes to the leaderboard. I feel more often in weeks like this than in others.
1: No doubt about it. Um, so we'll be looking to play guys throughout the week. You can see guys storm here. And when I say storm, I mean like, If you go four or five under, you shoot a 66, that could be storming the leaderboard here. That can take you from 60th all the way up to like 10th. So you don't have to go incredibly low. You've got to avoid the big number. Like I said before, you got to birdie those two par fives. Um, one on hole three, one on eighteen, and you'll be in good shape. But yeah, this should be a very fun week for in play. And who's ever trying to sell me shares of Adam Scott for eleven fifty eight? You got to come down a little bit.
0: <laughs> oh my god, we've already got somebody trying to trying to turn a three dollar profit already on a Wednesday evening.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's oh, this is awesome because like I'm looking at it right now, Rick, and there's ask prices for almost every player. So the amount awesome. of people right now who are willing to just take that profit, turn it over, and continue making this money is what makes this, this whole experience and this app so cool
0: list your golfers list your golfers see if you can get any takers here on a Wednesday evening the other thing is you know I, I know for me you know th- this is uh, a full field event in Florida like what well, by the time I wake up tomorrow there's going to be guys on the course who are doing things I feel like uh, not that I have woken up early enough to check but like Thursday morning I, I don't know if you've seen how much movement there is Joe in the jock market if if there are guys worth trying to grab on a Thursday morning or if that's too early like what do you think
1: you know i think everyone can play it a little bit different which is why it's so unique but for me i'm i'm probably looking toward later in the day thursday to try and make a move let things play out a little bit austin not cool bud. <laughs> but <laughs> he said uh,
0: lowest yeah. lowest i'll go on scott is 24.99 that's so good
1: <laughs> that's good stuff but um yeah so I I wait a little bit. Um, Really Friday afternoon is is the spot that I, Friday and Saturday afternoon are the spots that I've been looking to target. And then it's obviously fun and engaging to check it out Sunday morning because you know the leaders tee off late. You know who's going to be there and you're trying to find that guy that you can see four or five groups from the final group that's going to make a run, which always makes it sort of exciting and gives you some rooting interest there.
0: I've got $20 Uh, and the final $20. I don't know if we already picked this guy last week. I don't know if this looks familiar or not, but either way, Mike Rob one four Oh four. If you've won back to back weeks, congratulations. Uh, I don't know if you, maybe that just looks familiar to me, but uh, congrats. That is our final $20. We will do it again next week. We are, they're giving us, they're giving us money to give away, Joe. This is, this is nice. We're uh, giving back to the people.
1: I love it, man. We'll keep it rolling. As long as you guys keep showing up in numbers and in bunches, then we'll keep giving away money. We appreciate all you guys being here. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel and do all that good stuff to, to keep us going. And we're on a great run of golf. So next week, uh, just to touch on it real quick.
0: Yeah, let's talk about it. be an
1: event for the match play. One, because it starts, I think, on Wednesday, right? So it, it starts does. early and there's no way to really do jock market with match play. So – Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to do Corrales. Um, There's still going to be a decent field there. There's going to be plenty of players that we all know their names. So there is still going to be a show next week. We will be here. We will still be giving away money. Uh, You know where to find us every week, 815 Eastern on a Wednesday night.
0: From my understanding, uh, the jock market team, they're working on a lot, as you can imagine. But I think they're working on match play stuff. Now, it won't be ready for next week, but like the idea about maybe some potential match play events in the future with cash markets is going to be really cool because those swings, Joe, uh, you know, hole by hole, match by match, that's going to be awesome. So uh, we're not going to have it for next week. We're going to do Punta Cana next week, which if I remember back to – and what's this is going to be the first time, Joe. I'm pretty positive about this. Get We're going to have the same tournament for a jock market twice because we already had a Punta Cana <laughs> cash market.
1: So this no is, doubt we're, about we're gonna,
0: it. We're going to have, for the first time ever, jock market history for an event.
1: <laughs> yes, Corrales, Puticana huge event. Uh, we'll still see <laughs> some names there, though. It'll still be fun. And, and you know, there will still be guys at the top. There'll be guys in the middle. There'll still be opportunities to make money. And then after that, we get to Valero, and then it's big time, baby. We're back to Augusta, so that'll be another return event. And we're hoping to sort of blow the doors off and shatter some records for that type of event in terms of the amount of users and the dollars that we see flowing through this bad boy.
0: I can't wait. Um, Before I let you go, got to put you on the spot. Who wins this golf tournament?
1: Adam Scott. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I will be looking. I'm going to be looking. So anybody wants to come down, you see Adam Scott dump one in the water and you feel like shedding some shares. Go ahead and DM me before you slip that ass price. And I'll be prepared and ready to scoop him up because I'm not scared, baby. He is this caliber of player that I think is is underpriced in many ways in this field. And it just takes one little switch to flip. But that'll be my pick to win.
0: Who you got? I love it. Oh, man. You know, so I I was. Burger was my guy. Burger was laying the blueprint, the same blueprint that I saw with JT. Like, I liked the blueprint that he was laying. I, I think at this point, um, I think I just have to pick Sung Jay. I mean, he's been 35 rounds in Florida. He's been unbelievable. He's obviously won this event before. It's much weaker this time around. He's also kind of laying the blueprint, not as strong as as Daniel Berger was, but I, I could see a very clear path for Sung Jay to get there, which I think is which is all really that's all you can ask for. These guys are gonna win this event like the at most seven percent of the time, right? Like you're just looking yeah. for something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Picking one guy out of a field of 154 ain't exactly easy.
0: Yeah, never backfires. Um, All right, that'll do it for us. On your way out, hit the like button. If you have not deposited, use the code POWER20 to get yourself a $20 deposit bonus. Download Jock Market Play. Make trades. Send Joe DMs all weekend long uh, if you want to sell your shares of of Adam Scott or anybody else. And you can follow Joe on Twitter, at Picks. You can follow me, at Rick Run Good. This has been the Jock Market Power Hour for this week's Honda Classic. Catch you next time.
1: Peace.